Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Atlanta Man podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rogers, and I'm joined, as I always am, by Evan Etheridge. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, Braves got a pretty huge win today. Might be game of the year so far. Uh, we'll get to that later. But yeah, vibes are good now, and they could have been the opposite if they wouldn't have won today. So I'm happy about that. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I feel like after today's game, like it it turned the it turned the week pretty positive, and uh, you know it, it probably wasn't going to be that way with a loss. Um, we we could have been coming for some heads and stuff, but I mean, you know, overall I think pretty good week for the Braves, and uh, yeah, we'll get into some games now. Yeah, for sure. Um, at least a good weekend. The week it's the weekdays are debatable. I'd say. Uh, with what happened in Oakland. So, yeah, we can start there in Oakland. Um, we talked about game one last week. They lost 7-2. to two. Soroka pitched, and uh, Shaver came up on uh, Tuesday. Covered all that, but uh, game two in Oakland. I just said how this game on Sunday might be game of the year. This might be <laughs> the worst game of the year. Um, I can't imagine uh, another game being this bad, considering the opponent. But the Braves lose 2-1 to one and uh, got walked off. Uh, by the A's on a walk-off air from Austin Riley. Uh, got one run in the game on a Kevin Pillar homer. He was really like the only guy on the team that did anything, besides Bryce Elder, too. He pitched very well. But uh, Pillar had a homer and a double. That was all the offense. He only had four hits. But, uh, yeah, Elder was great again. 7.1 innings, one earned run, five strikeouts. He just keeps on. Um, It, it is the A's, but I think uh, – the Braves learned the hard way that this A's team, they are competent human beings at least, and they're still professional baseball players at the end of the day. But, uh, yeah, we can go to the bottom of the ninth now. I mean, Iglesias comes in to so 1-1 game, and uh, he walks three guys, and he gets one strikeout, but bases loaded on three walks. And then they got, honestly, a great scenario with the ground ball straight to Austin Riley. Um, maybe turn two, maybe just throw it home, get the one out, but – he bobbles the most routine of routine grounders, tries to throw home. He beats out the throw and the game's over. So, yeah, that was just – I just was laughing watching that because it was just embarrassing. And I think everybody on Twitter was like, what is happening with the Braves right now? Because at this point, we're down 0-2 in the series against maybe the worst team ever so far. So what were your thoughts? Because this was just humiliating. Yeah, um, that's a perfect word to use. I mean – the Oakland A's are 12 and 45, you know, yeah. at that point. And to, you, you know, you can see here and point this and there, but we didn't get on base all game. We had four hits over two with runners in scoring position. Uh, we were lucky enough. Elder kept us in the game, man. He's been terrific, but uh, yeah. for Iglesias to come in, walk three guys, like just can't be having that just a, you know, pretty poor performance from him. And then, um, you know, to put the the cherry on top, Riley's Riley's got to make that play. Like, yeah, he's got to. And uh, yeah, that was um, not not a fun game. You know, t- to lose the first two to the A's, man, that's that's hard to do. I, you know, we were talking. We don't know if they've won two in a row all year long, or if, or if they've won a series yet. Like this was just a bad bad start to the the road trip. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> We do need to give some more love to Bryce Elder. He is the NL ERA leader, which is 
incredible. He's got a 1.92 ERA. Um, ugly baseball savant page, but he's making it work. And at some point, you pitch enough, it just don't matter. You're just good. And I, think, I mean, he's pitched 65.2 innings, and he's just been awesome. So shout out to him. He's just been crazy good. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, the offense in this game, man, I think uh, I saw after the game that the A's – uh, give up seven runs per game on average. And between these first two games, the Braves have scored three runs over two games. Yeah. It's a team that gives up seven runs a game on average. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, it, it was just so bad. Um, They said it was really cold that night in Oakland, so maybe that's something to do with Iglesias. Because he's never, like he, like when, like for a guy that like is like a flamethrown reliever, he has great control. He always has throughout his entire career. And for him to just walk three guys, like, just pretty uncompetitively, and his velocity was way down, too. I was kind of worried that he was banged up <clears throat> or hurt or something. But I think he was just cold, <laughs> which just kind of sounds silly, but I think that's kind of what it was. And, yeah, the Riley play was just, like, good God, man. Like, that ball was hit, like, 70-something miles an hour at him, and he just, yeah, it was like a little league. <laughs> and, yeah, we can, we can move on. That, that candidate for worst game of the year. Hopefully they don't get worse than that uh, in the future. So, yeah, we'll move on now. And things things got better after this, uh, fortunately. Uh, they win game three, um, which they had to. I mean, if they would have gotten swept, man, good God. Like, we would have never heard the end of it, and for good reason. But they win four to two. Um, you know, it's still, it's, I was still slightly annoyed because I kind of just wanted to dominate this one and just put up a crooked number, and they still didn't. But they went up three to nothing. Um Schuster pitched pretty well, and he continues to pitch pretty good too. He gave up two runs um in the sixth, but um that's all the A's would get. Braves would tack on one more in the seventh, and kind of cruise. Iglesias got the pitch again, redeem himself. He was better. He got the save. Um, bullpen was really good. Chavez, Mentor, Anderson, Iglesias, all zeros from them, and a pretty good pitching performance. Offense, a little bit to be desired, but um yeah, you take it after what happened in the first two games. Um, Ozzy hit a homer. Ozzy's been. Ozzy had a good week. He had a really good game today. Um, that's yeah. encouraging to see. From the left side, too. Two homers from the left side this week. That's awesome. We've talked about that at length of how bad he's been. So maybe he's starting to turn a new leaf over there. But, uh, yeah, Ronnie had two hits. Um, Orlando Arcia went three for three with a walk. So he was on base four times. So some good performances and a good bounce back uh, during this day game with 6,000 people there. <laughs> so, uh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that stadium was empty, man. It was really weird watching that on TV. I mean, I couldn't imagine uh, being a player playing there, um, you know, playing at a packed out Truist Park and then having to go to Oakland um, <laughs> where, you know, it's it's a ghost town. And the dugouts are so far away from the the, the home and first first base. I mean, I, it's got to be a weird, weird feeling. Yeah. Um, you know, some of those guys play during the COVID season, so they know what it's like. But uh, this, this is pretty much that. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it's an odd ballpark. Probably not gonna. They're probably not gonna be there much longer. Um, I don't. This might be honestly. This might be the last time the Braves play there. I don't know when we're supposed to play the A's next, but um, yeah. If they move in the next couple of years, that might be the last time. So I, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I didn't get to soak in the Coliseum for maybe the last time. So, but yeah, it was. It's bad there. And um, yeah, I was just glad we won. This was just a kind of a ho hum game. Um, nothing too crazy happened. Just a nice win and yeah not going to give them too much too many props yeah. <laughs> after the first two games and then they just kind of win normally i mean you see what the marlins did to the a's this weekend it's like why can't we have just done that but uh 
anyway, we'll move on to Arizona, which this the really good series, really good series. And uh, Arizona coming into the series uh, was leading the NL West. I think they had the best record in the National League, too. Um, yeah, because they're better than the Dodgers and Braves. So, yeah, they had the best record in the NL. Um, and uh, game one was pretty good game. The end got a little dicey for the Diamondbacks. Braves almost pulled one uh, pulled one out, but uh, didn't happen. Uh, Charlie Morton pitched very well in this game. Seven innings pitched, three earned runs. Honestly, probably shouldn't – a couple of those runs should have been earned because of Matt Olson, as uh, he had a pretty bad blunder uh, in the field and on the bases as he got thrown out in between – third and home too. Um, but he had a botch ball that uh, resulted in a couple of runs. But other than that, Morton was great. Nine strikeouts. Um, Merrill Kelly for the Dimebacks was also good. Seven innings pitched two earned runs for him. Uh, the Braves got two solo shots off of him, both from Eddie Rosario, who is the weekend MVP, as we'll get into later, as he is he was awesome this weekend. But, um, yeah, kind of a frustrating game. Eddie was the only guy that did anything offensively, even the ninth when they tried to rally, get a base hit. Uh, Travis Darnot, me and you both were watching the game together. We both thought that he had just put the Braves up, and uh, he just missed missed a nice catch from Guriel to kind of rob him of at least an extra base hit. So, yeah, kind of a frustrating opener. So what do you think of it? Yeah, uh, shout out to Eddie Rosario, man. He he was the only one that showed up offensively. Um, You know, I think, in the in the I think it was in the first or second inning, uh, Olson had had a really bad error. Could have been a double play ball. It was in the first uh, when they scored. Yeah. Um, had a bad bad uh, defensive error there, and then the very bottom of the the top of the second, he actually had a base running error. Gets caught in between third and home. Gets thrown out. Um, ends the rally. Um, so really really tough game from Olson. But um, yeah, in the ninth we had a chance and. Um, you know, Eddie gets on base uh, after Hilliard walks. Um, I'm sorry, Sean Murphy. Murphy walked in, Hill, and then Hilliard pinch ran, yeah. Yeah, and so we had two guys on, uh, no outs, and then um, – well, I'm sorry, two guys on with one out because Darno yeah. lined out in between. Um, and, and, and Albies and Arcia couldn't get him in. Albies had a really bad at bat in the ninth. Um, yeah, he had a chance for the sack fly and just couldn't get it done. Yeah. So, um, you know, this was a, this was a rough one because, uh, you know, we thought that Darnold ball was gone. And so it just oh kind of, yeah, um, I, I think it was like a home run in 24 out of the 30 parts or something like, uh, that was, that was tough. Um, and, and we'll get into the dimensions more of chase field with Ozuna later, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a weird ballpark. And, um, I guess there's a little deep spot out there and then the center field, you have to hit it over the line. It's kind of, kind of silly, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, this one, this game kind of sucked. But uh, things got better. Uh, next two games, uh, game two, it was Spencer Strider day, and he was uh, pretty good. Nothing crazy, but six six innings pitched, two earned runs, seven strikeouts. He did walk four guys, which is a bit uncharacteristic of him. But still, two earned runs over six innings, take it. Um, but the offense did wake up in this game. They got five runs. Uh, Ronald Cunha hit an absolute moonshot onto the concourse, which I remember back in um, 2021 when we were playing there, Adam Duvall hit one in the same area. And uh, yeah, hitting a ball over there in that part of the stadium is insane. And he did that. He had a, a really huge day, uh, two hits, a double two and a stolen base. Um, <clears throat> Eddie kept staying hot, two hits and a triple. Um, Ozuna had two hits, 
Sean Murphy had three hits. So the offense was a lot better than game one or any of the games in Oakland for that matter. Um, but yeah, nice, nice performance from Strider and offense did its job. And yeah, they were able to kind of cruise towards the end. Uh, they got a five to one and give up one more run. But other than that, pretty uh, painless game, stress-free. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Strider pitched good. He threw a, he threw a lot of pitches, uh, six innings, hundred pitches right at 99, um, yeah. had four walks, but, but he really controlled, got a lot of double, uh, double play balls, ground balls. Um, you know, I thought, I thought he pitched really good and really just, just gave up a bomb to, uh, Longoria and, um, yeah. you know, it's how it goes, you know, made a bad pitch, you know, credit to credit to Evan. Um, but, uh, yeah, this fellow Evan. Yeah. Yeah. I got to shout my Evans out. Um, Cunha hit a bomb dude that, I mean, yeah. that, that was crazy. That was like home run derby type stuff. Um, his, yeah. his, his past 10 home runs, I'm going to read the distances out on his past 10, 432, 442, 448, 461, 472, 454, 455, 429, 464, every single one over 420 feet. I mean, no cheapies. He's he's yeah. crushing the ball right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think um I saw that uh all those in a row is like the stack has record for most home runs over 420 in a row since so they started tracking that. But that's crazy. <laughs> like Yeah. He's, a, he's got he's got five home runs over 450 feet this year. Yeah. Like that's absurd, he's a, man. He's a sick puppy, man. I mean, even today, like he had two steals in the second one of the ninth, which is like he really did need to steal. We had the runner on third, and if he had got out, it would have been kind of bad, but he just did it anyway. He's just he's on another level, man. <laughs> like he's really good. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that home run was absurd. And um kinda he kinda had a homer drought. He hadn't homer since we were in Texas. So that was good to see. Maybe he'll start cranking some more out, but he's still even though he's not been hitting homers lately, he's not been in a slump at all. <laughs> He's still yeah. just been spraying singles, doubles, stealing bases, all that. Um, one last thing about this game that I got to shout out. Um, Jesse Chavez got out of a massive jam. And um, I think it's kind of snuck up on us, but Jesse Chavez hasn't allowed a run in his past, what is this, six appearances in seven innings. His ERA is down to 1.8. <laughs> so he's like kind of quietly been one of our best relievers. Um from from the start of May first, he's given up one run, over fourteen point two innings. Yeah, twenty like, strikeouts. <laughs> so, and it seems like this year he's pitching in a lot of high leverage situations. Yeah. Like we're not used to we're not used to seeing Jesse Chavez come in in the seventh inning with you know bases loaded and and say hey get out of this for us or two guys on. Like we've had to rely on him so much and like whenever he puts that Braves hat on, he is a different a different man. man. He's like Greg he's Maddox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And he's uh he's given up five earned runs this year, and three of them were in one game against the Astros when the bullpen was just all terrible in one weekend. So I mean, really, he's had like one just like real bad outing, and he's been like pretty much perfect in all the other yeah. ones over so 25 innings. So shout out to Jesse Chavez, man. He is a anomaly, <laughs> really. And uh yeah, it's super cool that he's just still awesome. So yeah, we can uh, talk about game three now, which was the banger of the weekend this was a great game great ending um almost was like a bad ending for the braves if they wouldn't have came through it wasn't for eddie rosario i'll say this kind of uh spoiling the end but matt olson needs to send eddie rosario like an edible arrangement of some kind because that strikeout that pitch he took was oh good lord yeah i mean you couldn't put it on the t it was like 
It was like when a guy misses a wide open three, he's like, oh, he was too open. He was too, it was too good of a pitch. And he just <laughs> couldn't pull the trigger. And when he shook, I was like, oh my God, they're going to, they're going to lose. And it looked like they were for a second, but um, we'll get to that in a second. We'll talk about the start of the game now. Um, Mike Soroka made his second start and he wasn't very good. Um, 3.2 innings pitch, five earned runs, give up two homers, four walks, only two strikeouts. Um, he looked uh, solid early, but third and fourth inning, things kind of fell apart on him, and the Diamondbacks were just hitting lasers off of him. And, uh, yeah, they had to pull him in the fourth for McHugh. And, uh, yeah, just not what you wanted uh, out of the start, but um, not giving up on him yet. Obviously, it's just two starts, but uh, yeah, definitely a bump in the road for him for sure. Yeah, in the third and in the fourth, um, all the runs came with two outs. Like, yeah, that too. Yeah, that 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 just really sucks, man. Um, you know, he he started both innings very strong. You know, you you were thinking both of them were going to be one, two, three innings, and um, you know, shout out to the to the to the Diamondbacks, man. They were just absolutely clutching those two innings with two outs. They didn't yeah. give up or anything, and um, you know, it's really rough to see Soroka struggle, man, because you just want him to succeed. You know, you don't. This, you know, he he's had such a long journey. It just it just really, really sucks, man. But I think, you know, second start against a really good team, like, you know, he's still getting his feel back. You have to have a little patience with him. I think the Braves have to have a little bit of patience with him. Um, you know, so as long as we're winning games, like this was yeah. this was big to come back and win this game. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was huge. And um yeah, Corbin Carroll and Catal Marte got him for the homers. Those guys are really good. I mean, Corbin Carroll, man, Jesus, he is so good in center field. He is very fast. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like some of the exit velocities in the in those innings, like Corbin Carroll, one one oh seven, Marte ninety six on a ground out, one oh seven on a single, one oh eight on a single. Uh. So yeah, things uh, things kind of just unraveled on them. And I mean, Diamondbacks are good. They can hit. So it's not a, nothing to be ashamed of necessarily. But they were just hitting ropes off of them and. Yeah, th- things could have gotten bad, but shout out to McHugh and the bullpen. They were perfect in this game. And I guess now we can talk about Schauber because he was great uh, in relief in this one. I mean, did it, didn't come in a super like low-level situation either. Braves were still in this game, and he needed to kind of keep it that way. And 2.1 innings pitched, walked one guy, had three strikeouts in his debut. And uh, that was great. And that was huge, too. Like, in retrospect, come back and win this game and him – eating up a couple of innings perfectly pretty much uh, was really, really good and, and like definitely useful. <laughs> yeah. What a debut for him. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. Two, 2.1 innings pitched, gave up one walk and three strikeouts, you know, threw 40 pitches, um, you know, had a couple long at bats in there, but, but really he took care of business. Didn't, didn't give up a hit um, yeah. and, and really kept the Braves in this game after, uh, after always hit a bomb and, 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 Came back and tied the game. Marte hit hits a bomb. They go up two, um, and and the relief was awesome from the Q and and Shawyer. Really yeah. good. Yeah, they were both very nice in this one. And for Shaver, it's kind of it was kind of a tough spot for him because he got called up on Tuesday and hadn't pitched all week. He just kind of been just chilling for all these days. For him to come in when he was asked and just kind of shove like that was very impressive and. Guy's twenty years old and it's crazy. Um, yeah. And yeah, if he can, if he can be a, like a long relief piece for the bullpen, like that's a huge weapon to have. Like I know the Yankees do that a lot with their relievers and get a couple things at a time from them, and they've been on fire lately. And their bullpens are really good. So if Brace have a guy like that, kind of like a Josh Tomlin on steroids, 
um, is kind of what he is right now. That would be uh, awesome. So, yeah, um, as far as the offense goes before the big ninth inning, like you said, Ozzy had the two-run homer. He was great today. He had four hits, um, all from the left side, too. That's yep. promising. Yeah, did, yeah didn't, didn't think he was going to do that this year with the way things were looking. Um, but, yeah, uh, Ozuna, you got to talk about this just for a second. He – he, I mean, he pretty much did a home run. Like, I, he hit a ball 415 feet, and like we mentioned earlier with Chase Field, the there isn't stands in center field; it's just a wall. So you have to hit it over this yellow line, and he pimped it, and he thought he had got it over the yellow line, but it was just below it, and he had a 415 foot single. Uh, Snit pulled him. His next at bat for Sean Murphy. Um, I get why Snit did it, but. I do like I get I don't want to defend Ozuna for this because it's like it's still like bad you should you should run the ball out but he did crush that ball and 415 feet it's uh it should be a home run in majority of places so that kind of sucked for him but I think after the game Snit said that he felt really bad about it so what do you think about this because we haven't had a situation like this since Acuna a few years ago when he was doing this <laughs> yeah I don't blame Snicker for pulling him I would just question it um. Because, look, Ozuna's been fantastic. Yeah, he had a good series, too. The whole month of May, the game before, he got on base three times, um, you know, with an RBI. I I think that was pretty questionable, especially if you're giving Murphy the day off. Like, give him the day off. Like, obviously, Ozuna learned from that lesson. Like, it's not like he's going to do that again. Um, You know, it's just something where, you know, I I don't don't 100% agree with it, but I understand why he did it. So, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I that's that's a good point about Murphy. He probably was fully going to say like, "I'm off today, <laughs> like this is my day off," and he had to take three at bats. And you know, probably I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't happy about it. But he probably just wasn't super prepared, honestly. And uh, but he, it's still a good option. It's not like they brought in Charlie Culberson to DH for the rest of the game. Um, so I wasn't really mad from just like the skill set standpoint. Sean Murphy is obviously really good. He had three hits tonight before. Um, but yeah, it did, it did suck. I mean, when he hit that ball, I was like, oh, that's way out of here. And even when it bounced off, I was like, are you sure that wasn't gone? Then it wasn't. Yeah. It's just kind of a, it's kind of a silly ballpark. Um, but, uh, anyway, it did end up mattering, thankfully. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we can move on to the ninth now. I mean, Olsen did tack on one for the Braves, make it a one run game in the seventh, drove in Acuna. And then we can go to the, uh, the ninth, which was. Just awesome. Um, Michael Harris left the inning, drew a walk. Good for him. He He's shown some signs this weekend, too. Um, hasn't had results really yet, but he did smoke a few balls on Saturday night. Then he drew a nice walk here to get the rally started. Uh, then Ronald Acuna kind of flared a single to the right side. Uh, Harris was able to go first to third. And then Matt Olson, who we mentioned earlier, his at-bat, actually had a pretty good at-bat, like, fouling off pitches, got into a full count. And then Miguel Castro, man, he threw – the hanger of all sliders to him and he just couldn't swing at it. We already talked about that, but dude, that was maddening when I watched that. I was very frustrated. Um, but uh yeah, next was Darno. And this was when things started to get really bleak when Darno hit that rocket up the middle and it got caught by Perdomo. That one stung because I thought that was for sure getting down for a hit. And Acuna had just stolen second too, so it would have put the Braves on top. Um then or then they actually walked Austin Riley to get to Darno. Forgot about that part. So the bases were loaded. Um, and then it was Eddie Rosario time. And uh, Eddie takes a first pitch ball. And then very next pitch gets a sinker, 96 miles an hour, and just crushes it for a grand slam. And faith is restored. And 
what was going to be a really bad loss if they weren't able to push across a run when they had a runner on third with nobody out turns into just maybe the best one they've had so far this year. So yeah, what what were, what were your emotions when that happened? Oh man, I was jumping up and down, dude. Uh, yeah. Down to your last, uh, down to your last out, down a run, bases loaded. You dream of this scenario. Eddie, you know, gets a middle middle slider, just big mistake, um, especially to you know probably the hottest hitter in this series. Um, yeah. Eddie was fantastic. I think he had five hits this series. Um, Three you know, homers and a triple. Just a lot of bags, clutch, extra base hit after extra base hit, and and dude, I, I mean, this was just. That reminded me that was that was 2021 NLCS Eddie Rosario. Like he he's back, man. He's he's been seeing the ball well. Um, I think he can actually see now. Um, but yeah, yeah dude, two eyeballs. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that was huge, man. Absolutely huge to go up eight five. Just just awesome. Yeah, it was maybe the biggest swing so far this year. Um, I would I did get kind of worried because I got PTSD from the Darno ball. I thought Pavin Smith was about to go up and grab that one. He ended up losing his glove. His glove went over the fence too. So he came kind of close to robbing that, which that would have sucked. That would have sucked really bad. But um, it, he didn't. And uh, the Braves uh, went up. Um, right now, Eddie and his numbers in the year look like good too. Like he's up to a 755 OPS. Like that's above average. And if you told me beginning of the year Eddie's going to be above average hitter, you take it out and run with how bad he was last year. Um, it's all slugging. He doesn't get on base really. It's a 283 on base, but. Who cares if you're walking, if you're just hitting bombs? And, um, yeah, he was awesome all series. And, yeah, if he can get going. I, I think they showed – Bally showed a graphic of his, uh, like, last 32 games. And this was coming into today, so these numbers are better. But I think he has, like, an 878 OPS over his past 32 games. Like, that's that's no yeah. joke. <laughs> it's really good. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Eddie. Braves legend. And he just uh, – yeah, it seems like he's got the magic pack, it looks like. Um, cause that was just crazy good moment. And then, um, Glacius comes in and he slams the door. He did walk lead off man. I uh, believe it was Cattell Marte. Then he gets a double play and then another ground out. And that was that great win eight to five final, uh, Braves now with this win, it's actually, um, decided who had the best record in the national league and the Braves won. So the Braves have the best record in the NL. The Dodgers lost tonight to the Yankees. So yeah, right now with the standings when we pull them up um, right now, the Marlins are in second as they are just clinging <laughs> somehow as they have the same run differential as the nationals <laughs> and they're 32 and 28 and in second place, three and a half games back. The Mets are 530 and 35 and a half games back. They got swept by the blue Jays this weekend, which that helps. And then uh, the Phillies who are kind of a disaster right now are eight games back. And then the nationals who are not far away from the Phillies are 10 games back. So, uh, yeah, what do you think about the division right now? We play the Mets this week, and we get Scherzer and Verlander. Uh, but we also get to line up Elder, Morton, and Strider for them. So, yeah, what do you think about the Marlins-Mets games this week? We got the Nationals this weekend. Any thoughts on the division? Yeah, the Marlins are hanging around. They're good. Yeah. So, Larry's having a good year. Uh, Luis Reyes is unbelievable. I think he's batting 390. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's June. <laughs> that's, that's not supposed to be happening. So It's not – yeah, they're legit, and really, Sandy Alcantara hasn't even got started. Like, yeah, he was bad against the A's today. He yeah, about five like, runs. Like if he ever, he, if he ever figures it out, which you know he yeah. will, um, you know they're they're a legit team. I know we swept them earlier in the year, but you know you still got to be wary of them. Um, yeah. You know who would have thought we'd be having this conversation in June right now? 
um, <laughs> you know, with with a three and a half game lead over them, five and a half over Mets. Um, the Mets are struggling. The Mets, yeah, the Mets do not scare me at all. Like the Phillies scare me more than the Mets, and the Phillies are minus thirty six in the run differential. Like they're not beating other teams. They're really bad on the road. Um, we're really really good on the road. We have kind of like reverse splits right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean. I don't know. I think the Braves just went through a really, really tough part of the schedule. And, um, you know, we'll start to play a little bit more divisional uh, opponents. And, um, you know, it really feels feels like we haven't played a lot of divisional uh, series so far this year. So uh, hopefully, hopefully get into a little summer swing of, you know, beating up on the East a little bit. Um, But yeah, to have the best record in the national league is, is a, is a good feeling right now. Yeah, and I think the Braves in their past like twenty two games or so were under five hundred. So we haven't been playing like great. It has been a tough stretch, like you said. We haven't played many NLEs teams. We played a ton of um, interleague games. That huge stretch of interleague games was like two weeks straight. And then we had to play the Dodgers, not the Diamondbacks. Like it's been a tough stretch. And I mean, with no free to write, I think I don't know what their exact record is, but I think there may be a game under five hundred in that stretch. That's that's fine. Like, and now it, I'll read you out this the upcoming schedule. And uh, it's I don't want to say it's a cakewalk because it is baseball. Anything can happen. But they play the Mets this week and, you know, the Mets, they're 30 and 30, but they're still the Mets. So you kind of count them as a good team in your head. But then we go Washington, Detroit, Colorado, Phillies, Reds, Twins, Marlins, Indians or not Indians, Guardians. And then uh, you play the Rays for the also rate. But honestly, even this Mets series, like for a month straight, the Braves like could probably be favored in Vegas for every game they play for a month. Cause I mean, you go, you go on the road to play Philly. Maybe if you run into like Zach Wheeler, they'll be underdogs or something, but like we play the Marlins who we talked about, but I mean, the Braves are better than like the twins and Marlins. They're good teams, but the Braves are better than them. So I think for a month straight, the Braves are going to be playing inferior opponents and some really bad ones too, like nationals, tigers, Rockies, reds, like, like the, this June could set up to be, a huge June, like last year when they like 20 and four or whatever in June. So yeah. What do you think about that schedule, man? Cause that is probably the easiest part in the entire season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really good to see after, uh, you know, this, the schedule we just went through of yeah, Reels, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Rangers, you know, Dodgers, you know, a bunch of tough Mariners. Teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this, this is, this was a good part of the schedule coming up and they need to take, uh, they need to take advantage of it. Um, you know, I want to ask you a question. We're a third of the way done with the season. I want you to give me an MVP on the team or or kind of like an underrated guy that's kind of, you know, held us together. Who underrated? Okay, for just regular MVP of Toronto Cunha, that's easy. But let me look for an underrated guy. That's a good question. I like that. Um, let's see. Who's been like a sleeper? I said Jesse Chavez. He's on my pick, but maybe for the bullpen. He's the, the X factor, the guy people are sleeping on. Um He's just been good and just kind of flew under the radar. Honestly, I know we gave him some shit this episode, but Matt Olson's been just really good all year. Like his, he's had some stretches, but his numbers overall are very solid. Like eight eighty one OPS, like that's great. But I think um, people just aren't giving him as much credit as they should because he's been a lot better than he was last year. And even Sean Murphy, I think people have kind of forgotten. Like, uh, like he's just still has a nine fifty three OPS. He really hasn't teetered. He's teetered like a little bit. Like he's not a thousand OPS anymore, but he's still been super solid. So, yeah, maybe one of those guys. Arcia has still been great too. Like, there's a lot of different picks. 
Who's yeah, yours? I, my pick is Bryce Elder. Yeah. Right. Reed, um, Soroka question mark. Um, you know, Charlie Morton question mark. Sometimes he's been, he's been okay, you know, but, but Bryce, Bryce Elder has been con the most consistent pitcher on the staff. Like I, th yeah. I think he is the MVP of, of the, you know, first third of the season, you know, other than, other than Acuna. Yeah. Obviously I think, I think Bryce Elder is, is my pick. Yeah. Like, I don't know where the Braves would be without Bryce Elder. I mean, I think this will be in a fine spot, but they might they might not be in first place. Maybe the Marlins are in first place if we don't have Bryce Elder, which is kind of crazy to say. He's beaten the Marlins twice himself already. So um yeah, he's both times Bryce Elder's faced the Marlins was against Sandy. He beat him both times. It's kind of that's kind of wild. But uh yeah, he's one nine two ERA is insane. Yeah. And it's not and like he, he it's, it's like he doesn't strike anybody out either. He's like 7.7 Ks per nine. That's still solid. Like he's not like he's just getting just straight contact every at bat. Like he's good. He's just really good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a pitcher. Um a lot yeah. of ground balls, a lot of frustrating contact for the hitter. Um, you know, he he just knows how to pitch, he knows how to locate. Um and, and you're seeing that. Like you said, his his you know, baseball saving is not appealing, like, but Dude, he's been doing this all year long, and you know, you know, through 11, 11 started games, like under two ERA, like screw whatever the baseball statement plays. Yeah. This dude can pitch, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I, I think he's been very, very good, very underrated. Um, you know, he, he's reliable. Every every fifth day, you you're passing him the ball, and you have confidence in him at this point. You know, so yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's looking like uh, I'm not gonna bring up Cy Young with Elder yet. It's still early, but Strider obviously he's in the sign talk. But if he can ride this out for June and still be really good, like Strider or Elder, either one could be starting the All Star game for the National League. It's pretty yeah. crazy. If if Bryce Elder is starting the All Star game, <laughs> that'd be awesome. But would not be anything I predicted. Um, but yeah, I mean, even last year, man, he was good last year. He threw a complete game shutout last year in a big game when the Braves really needed to win. And they were trying to chase the Mets. Like he had a three seventeen ERA last year. I think he just might be good. It doesn't matter. I pulled up his um Savant page, and it's a lot of blue. <laughs> like his his red bubbles are just kind of pinkish. He doesn't have any like full blown red ones. But at some point, he's kind of throw that out the window. And um, yeah, because the results like these are just expected stuff and projections. His results have been incredible and he's to this point been a top five at least pitcher in baseball. Like yeah. So yeah. And he's 24 years old. So it's just like another young guy who's awesome. So yeah. Can't say enough good things about him. And he uh he's pitching them or pitching Tuesday against the Mets. So that's a big start for him. Um mm -hmm. so we'll see how he looks against the Mets. But then, yeah, like I said, Morton. Morton will go up against uh, Scherzer, I believe, and then it'll be Strider and Verlander for the final game. So, nice. yeah, some good pitching matchups. We'll get to see Verlander. I don't know the last time um, Justin Verlander pitched against the Braves. Um, I don't think he pitched last year when we played them. Um, when they came to Atlanta, I don't think so. So I don't. Sure. It might be. It might be when he was on the Tigers or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah. We'll see Verlander and Scherzer. I think Cookie Carrasco is pitching in game one, so that, that should be an advantage of Braves because Braves just own him. Every time he pitches, the Braves are raking. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited, though, for this Mets series at home. And on, on Tuesday, they're having the 
and Chipper and John Smoltz in the booth with Frank Coor and Tom Glavin, I think. Yep. But that'll be cool to watch too. So yeah. Then we got the Nationals this weekend um, at home. So take care of your business there. But uh, yeah, week started out pretty rough, but ended on a very high note. So you got any uh, final takes before you get out of here? No, I do not. Looking forward to some uh, some divisional opponents this month, this next week. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in the full swing of summer, so yep. it's Braves only for a little while. And uh, yeah, enjoy it. Yep. Um, a lot of uh, probably a lot of fun baseball up ahead, especially with this Mets series. And maybe this maybe this um, win will get the Braves red hot again, like they were like in the uh, end of April when they were like one eight games in a row. So yeah, hopefully that could propel them. And I mean, it could that homer from Eddie was incredible so yeah i think we i think we covered it all man um if you made it this far listening we really really appreciate it and we will see you in the next one